I've never tried killing myself. So I don't know what that tunnel looks like, but it seems like a trance of some kind or high concentration. And I wonder if it provides its own dopamine to say I'm doing this. You know, it has its own drugs or uh, amphetamines. Or it can be like a deep sleep. But when you lose friends, it's a sudden sickness. If they're exceptionally close to you, it's of course a multiplier and family is often the hardest. A close sister or brother who loses a brother or a sister might never stop asking them or accusing them. How the fuck could you do that? It is forever in your mind. That's what you, uh, you leave people with. I mean, it's, uh, it's very, very, it's very difficult. You know, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to guilt you into not killing yourself, but I mean, it's, it's something also to realize. Like, I think a lot of people kill themselves because they don't feel any value or that their life doesn't matter or something. And I can tell you very, very certainly nobody who's ever killed themselves around me in my life has anybody said, Oh God, that person did not fucking matter. Who? Who? <laughs> I mean, it's really weird how much people matter to other people. And it's just important to know that, you know, and to fucking tell people that. That's how other people know that you care about them. Tell them you care about them. So, uh, tonight I'd like to talk about our worst intentions. I'd like to talk about suicide. Uh, it's really the only taboo subject left, I think. Acknowledging a suicide as a desire is quickly hushed by others and can lead to making suicide a more powerful urge. It's very difficult. You gotta talk about it. People talk about it tend to actually kill themselves less often than people who don't talk about it. Therapists will say that, you know, if they lose a patient, very often it's the one that they didn't even, the therapist didn't even know that they were suicidal versus the suicidal patient. So you just want to always care about people on the going thought that they might be feeling this way, you know. And I, so I try to always let hey, people know that I care about them and that I'm interested. Anyway, this, uh, this show is going to be about suicide. And I'm going to do a tribute to Anne Sexton. These are interesting pieces because they actually predate a lot of the show. The very first uh, five, six, or seven... Um, episodes uh, presented a lot of music that was only people uh, doing the, the spoken word. I had yet to get into a point where I wanted to participate as a host and or even talk. And so I had a, an album completed, and that album is the Berman stuff. Is uh, the Henry Miller is. The apartment 
on side uh, C and then on side B the Paul Krasner tape so it's like a four it's a four album idea it would go uh, Berman Miller and then oddly it went Ann Sexton Ann Sexton and then it went into side two which was the Paul Krasner stuff then the apartment then side four was uh, David Warnerovich um, the cicadas and this other and Sexton song. So that was the plan. It was a pretty cool record. It was just going to be Spoken Word with Electronics Volume 1. But then, you know, suicide happened to that <laughs> to that project. I barely knew David Berman, by the way. I barely, barely knew David Berman. But, you know, a sentence or two from him, an email would feel like a spark of uh, matches in the air. You know, anybody who's received two or three emails with him, which is what I think we was our total. It's fucking felt that motherfucker, you know? They're pretty intense conversations, even in a small sense. So, like, that's the barely amount that I knew knew him. I barely knew David Berman, and when I saw news that he passed away, it, it was just like, what the fuck? I thought that guy was doing so fucking great. And, you know, that album was art. It was not a... It was not a uh, suicide note, as people say. It's like they listen to it and they go, oh my god, that album is a suicide note. Purple Mountains record. I don't think so. I think it became one. But I don't think... But I think that's how David Berman talked about suicide, was he put it in a track or he put it in a poem. Um, So, for him to have actually killed himself, like, was just crazy and I didn't even mean to bring it up in this episode I was going to jump and talk about the Ann Sexton stuff it's a really sad story but Berman's art was so incredible time will reveal that far in front of his ending he uh Silver Jews is quite an experience both listen to and read I recommend you read Silver Jews as much as you listen to Silver Jews Um, but once he himself suddenly shit I can't include these Ann Sexton tracks (laughs) I can't do three David Berman tracks followed by a Henry Miller track followed then by you know wanting to die by Ann Sexton it's about as tacky as it gets that's very strange how suddenly suicide can affect the project but that's also very selfish you know but uh, so anyway that was one of the first dis uh, dismemberings of that project i had uh, done those three tracks to uh share with him in three months or so because he was going to go on that purple mountains tour um, and so they're just suddenly unfinished, weird, sort of like, hey, can you look? But they're good. Damn good. So I was happy to put those in. But then I had the, the Ann Sexton stuff. I couldn't use it. But I love Ann Sexton. She has such an interesting history and such an interesting 
collection of poems or body of work or whatever you want to call that. And she has a story attached to everything because she was, at the time, like untreatably depressed. Like she had a kind of, uh, which I think actually is what might have affected uh, David Byrne as well. He was supposed to have untreatable depression and that exists. I wonder about Anne Sexton having access to what we have now in terms of medication. You know, I know that she did get a pretty good therapist. So that's some commonality with now and then. And he was the one who urged her to write. I don't know how much Anne Sexton you've ever looked up, but she has a very poetic voice. It's really, I mean, both uh, the sound of her voice and what you read. I don't want to say it's like a film noir, the way she writes. Anne Sexton's poems are really cool. They're like these dark stories. And one of my favorite ones is Wanting to Die. So in a less uh, suicide-drenched time, which was like a year ago, I made a uh, track using a vocal of Anne Sexton reading Wanting to Die. And I just noticed just by her intonation how she sort of is like this uh, total rock star, you know? It was uh, fun to realize. And so I put her into this uh, first track. And I don't know, I've never felt so like dark and wicked as I was when I was putting this track together. And it was just sort of this, uh, this moment with Anne Sexton like really fucking talking about suicide. Like it's the, you know, because she ultimately did lose what they say, the battle. But that song is amazing. You just gotta listen to it. Line about uh, suicides. She calls them suicides as a culture, like a group. She's a part, she's a member of the suicides. People who live and think about dying, killing themselves. So you'll hear the result here. Um, turned out, I think, pretty, uh, pretty damn good. Uh, but I didn't include it in the record, which would have been, which never even really got put out. But it took me, with the Berman stuff, it took me this much distance to get away from the Berman material to, to post this track. So let's get to the first track here. This is Wanting to Die, a poem read by Anne Sexton in 1962. Following that is a 1971 recording, so nearly a decade, called The Truth the Dead Know. And it is a beautiful, optimistic song. And it's, uh, it is likely 71 or 1972. And what's interesting, however, is that she kills herself very, very soon, 1974. And that's wild because I absolutely love her rendition of The Truth Dead No in 1971, where she says to live now. That's what the dead would tell you, to live now, live now. I love that. There's no nothing wasted. It's a very interesting thing, like to say that she wants to die, but you need to. She wants you to live. So they uh, bookend one another. That's uh, side A and side B. Let's uh, head out and listen to that, and 
I will talk to you later uh, in September. Have a very good week, and thank you for listening to Spoken Word with Electronics. If you like the show, tell people about the show. I appreciate it.